0: Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised.
1: Previously on the rookie. Six months ago, I packed everything I own into a U-Haul, moved here to become a cop. Cholesterol level, I've never seen in a rookie. I'm something of a pioneer. We got some new blood this morning. Lucy Chant, Jackson West, and John Nolan, who was born before Disco died.
0: Good evening and welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me as always is the wonderful Karen Randazzo.
1: Right now I'm just trying to remember to wear pants.
0: And the fabulous Chris Randazzo. I don't like you, Officer Nolan. We here on this week's episode talk television. This was my week. I chose The Rookie. Season 1, Episode 1, the pilot episode, just because I had to force myself to watch it and make time but before we get into that here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at tell us what we're doing right tell us what we're doing wrong suggest shows there's a lot out there whittle it down for us you know make it make it, make it tell us what you want to hear us yammer on about so I finally got to watch this episode today <laughs> it's been a hell of a week it really has it's been a hell of a couple of weeks but finally got to watch it and I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I I loved it <laughs> I I this will be a police show that I watch cause I'm not big into like procedural dramas and I feel like this is definitely something I could get into uh how did you guys feel
2: I'm not gonna sugarcoat it this was certainly an episode of television <laughs> Yeah? Not feeling it? Nah. I mean, like, it wasn't bad. No, like, not there, by I didn't any find stretch. anything particularly offensive about it, other than if it didn't have Nathan Fillion in it, it would be completely forgettable. In fact, I think I've forgotten everything that happened in the show that didn't directly involve Nathan Fillion. <laughs> well, thankfully,
0: he is the main lead and star of the you know he, <laughs> he is, is in every
2: he, scene and he, <laughs> he is, is charismatic as heck yes he is wonderful to watch but okay so yeah uh, you are law and orders
0: and 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 you you guys watch that procedural drama kind of show what is because they don't appeal to me what is different For you, what is different about this that isn't appealing to you that that those shows have? Did that question come out properly? Yes. Okay, go.
1: (laughs) Uh, For me, I think it's that, um, like, Law and Order and those types of things tend to focus on the case more than the characters. Okay. And that's interesting to me because it's, you know... It's it's kind of a fun thing that you can always just watch whatever Law and Order is on because you don't have to you don't have to watch it in order because it doesn't connect one to the next. I mean, there's yes, there are the same police and lawyer characters, but it's not really about them, so it doesn't matter if you didn't see the one before. Um, it's just the cases are interesting. In this case, it's very very much about the police uh, police officers. Well, yeah, this and,
0: this is closer yeah. to. Um... What was it? Castle, but more dramatic
1: because more dramatic and less less charming. I think
2: I love Castle because Uh -uh. Castle was relentlessly interesting and like the characters were all really interesting. And this one, I didn't really care for anybody. I mean, like, so you get the super gruff guy that's being like a real dick and it's just like, oh, they're going to they're going to be there's going to they're going to dedicate like a minute or 30 seconds to making us see that there's more to this guy than, than meets the eye. And sure as heck, there it was. Junkie wife. That was my wife. So Okay. I, I, uh, so you know. guys, you saw that coming. I didn't see that. I mean, not that, that specifically, but you junkie, felt that but, there was going to be a,
1: a oh my moment God, where every, they made him relatable.
2: Every single character's basic arc. Now, granted, this is a pilot episode, so I'm trying not to judge it too harshly, but every single thing about this was so completely by the book. It was just, like, it it was just like somebody had watched, um, see, like, all right, you had likened this to something like Law & Order, and this is a very different animal than Law & Order. If anything, this is more in line with, like, like NYPD Blue, but NYPD Blue is a lot more, I guess, a lot more edgy than this. This is not, this is very ABC Bright and colorful LA. YPD mm-hmm. um, uh, Blue was very dirty, uh, and this doesn't really seem to play that game. It does seem to be chasing after a, a similar situation that Castle was, uh, except it's like we said before, nobody was really, really that charming. It's just like you've got you know the 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 guy in charge directly in charge of Nathan Fillion's unit. The whole I don't like you. You know, none of this stuff is gonna matter. Like, I we was I was looking for quotes for this episode on this website that Karen sent me, and like every single one of them was just completely cliched lines. <coughs> and again, this show pulled that off relatively well, but they didn't set up any sort of overarching narrative that I was super interesting in mm-hmm. is, interested in. Like they did in Castle.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, again, none of the characters. The only thing that genuinely surprised me was that Nathan Filly was Fillion was sleeping with a young girl. <laughs> right. That, that was a twist. I was a bit of a twist, but and it wasn't one that I particularly loved. It was like you know, you had like the the super do gooder guy that froze mm-hmm. um and it was like, all right, kind of weird that that was the that they wrote that to be the black guy. It was there was this was another piece of it that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way was that it seemed like it took representation um in a very box ticking sort of way. Like the boss was the, was, you know, the mean gruff boss that doesn't like the, the new rookie was a black guy. And then like his boss was a woman, Mm -hmm. but it was like, it seemed very like, you see what we did? Look at this. We did roll reversals and we are clever and wonderful. Now look at this awesome, handsome white guy. who's the star of the show. It (laughs) was, you know, it just kind of, weirdly ticked these boxes in just very odd ways. It did make a couple of good points. Like, I liked the line that um, what's-her-face young girl said to him where, you know, eventually he'll be accepted and be one of the guys, but she's going to have to fight for this every day of her career. And it's not like it was a terrible foundation. It was just, you know, I'm going to chalk it up to pilot's disease, but also chalk it up to this... Unless something super interesting happens, and I'll rely on you because I I, I had a suspicion you would like this show, even mm-hmm. if it was ter even if it was terrible, you probably would have liked it because you know I you would have Nathan given it Fillion. more grace. But
0: I w- I really felt like as I'm watching it, there were a lot the <coughs> you're, you're 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 stating that a lot of the the lines that were delivered were were cliche, but there were also some very deliberately well done lines like um, Nathan Fillions. C- C- C.O. Yeah, C.O. Uh. That woman. Every time she spoke to him, she was a teacher. When every other C.O. that is being presented in this show has, I don't know, either an axe to grind or chip on their shoulder, or they're just a douchebag. Like I feel that 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 character that they're setting up the the I can't even remember her name, and I'm looking and I it's I M D B is. Very tiny pictures. Um, her performance for what so far is like a secondary or tertiary character. Like, she did a really good job. And she presented her, her, her character very well. I did not expect that. I thought that they were just going to rely on Nathan Fillion being Nathan Fillion. And it wasn't the Nathan Fillion that I was expecting.
2: But I mean, that woman you're talking about was the same character as uh, the CO on Castle before it turned out that he had committed a crime and then got shot, which was super interesting. But like that whole she's she sees something in him and she wants to give this fresh perspective. Like, I've seen that before and not just once or twice. It's like, I've seen that a lot. And I was just very again, it was just very by the numbers police show and See, I, unless I it starts I doing something it, Maybe it it's... also seemed to really play down the whole him being older thing didn't it like i feel what? like that was supposed to be like a, a a major piece of this and it seemed like by the end of it the only one who really had a problem with it was that one CO. like I, I don't know i i a lot of a lot of this show pressed the wrong buttons for me and again i'm 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 sounding more negative on it than i am I just we we finished the we finished the episode and we're like that was certainly an episode of television, mm-hmm. um, and and I I think that's what's making me so angry about it is that it's this is this is the new Nathan Fillion show. This is what we're getting after Castle, and I thought Castle was freaking brilliant. And um, I can't did remember. A lot of- I
0: can't remember pilot episode Castle. I, I I can't remember if I felt the same way about pilot episode Castle as I did the rest of Castle.
2: Yeah, I'm well. I don't, I don't remember if it was
0: that good out the gate. Kind of thing. I don't
2: know that it necessarily was, but I do know that when we watched the first episode of Castle, it was like, you know, Nathan Fillion TV show, you know, on a major network mm-hmm. was still far more of a, uh, a novelty. Right. I was sold on Castle from the get go just because it had Nathan Fillion in it. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be a super great show. Uh, plus, you know, he and um, uh, Stana Haddock had pretty great chemistry together. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though apparently they hated each other, I don't, I don't know. It's
1: well, I don't know who could hate Nathan Fillion, but it, whatever. It's very yeah. true.
2: But uh, I felt zero chemistry between him and Young Lady.
0: I I don't know if there was enough there in this first forty-five minutes to
2: this is <sighs> when she went and warned him it's like ugh, what do you seriously. When she what what what's her face? You know she is like I figured you out. More you don't blah de blah de blah don't don't be with him and blah blah and then she's gonna make some dumb mistake and I mean like seriously I'm just waiting for this the nice uh, boss lady to have some sort of checkered past and then get shot because like it's it's just gonna happen It just this is TV this is very by the numbers TV which is to say it's this bad. is also
0: it's by just... the like this is by the castle people
2: <coughs> like it's the it's the is same it? creative crew or at
0: least part of the creative crew. From my understanding, yeah. Hmm. Um, the let's see, let's let's see. Alex Hawley, who is uh, one of the creators, was involved. W- he a produ- or Alexi? Maybe. Yeah, I, r-
1: I remember the producer producer that name from the credits of Castle.
0: Castle. Hmm. Uh, and okay, so the writer and the producer, or written by and created by, is a producer for for Castle. So. Apparently, and I've seen uh, other interviews with Mr. Fillion, how it's like he's getting back together with his old gang. Um, okay, so you you see that pilot disease as a problem. Like, it's a negative, And I feel that they did the pilot episode properly in everybody got a little screen time, got everybody's basic story out, this is the first 45 minutes of just shy of every television show out there. Like, and I was still entertained by the storyline of Nathan Fillion's character, who is the lead. So, I I don't, I mean, it's, the way the show was presented was he was like fulfilling a lifelong dream to be a cop, and I didn't get that from the show. I feel like he had one incident that said, ooh, uh-huh. maybe I can be th- I, maybe I could do that like that's different than what I was expecting um, because but like going into this I, f- I fully thought like he, it's something that he had tried to do in his past or he failed or, or whatnot and then he's trying again and I mean the way this show starts out is no his the life that he is living is over or is completely changing and this is his next step and it just happens to be at 40-ish whatever he's doing or whatever age he's playing. So, I mean I was in I was engaged in the entirety of the episode just to see how because it's very easy to make Nathan's villain's character the butt of every joke because he is older because he's slower because he's heftier whatever and they didn't do that they showed him excessively trying the, throughout the whole episode every once in a while he failed and the failure was thrown in his face but he was never praised for what he was doing properly like that's you know normally there would be a defense mechanism kicking in for either someone else on his team or even himself defending himself he's just taking it on the chin and you know cuz he's the rookie like that's i think that's unique and i think that's interesting to see how how he is handling the situation that he is put in and The way the the episode wraps up with his interaction with the the gruff CO and him flat out saying, well, what if this is my calling? The guy, you know, well, then anything that I do to you won't matter. Like, that's showing the... That's showing what's going to go between those two characters for the... He's going to continue to make him question whether this is his calling for... the the entirety of the, the show. And that's not what it was everybody in the, in Castle was like, Yeah, you could do this. Come on, let's
2: go. You're fun. Well yeah, yeah, no, that's that's something that this is different from Castle. I'm not saying this is the same thing okay. as Castle. I'm just saying that this is a, a character trope and uh it is a very well tread one and it doesn't seem to be offering me anything new other than Nathan Fillion's charming face and uh and wit. Which might just be enough.
1: <laughs> what it reminds me of a little bit is that um, whatever that dumb lawyer show was that Haley Atwell did after Agent Carter. Oh we, God! We were also heartbroken at the <laughs> you know the loss of Agent Carter. I don't even think I watched <laughs> that one. I think you watched it without me. And Thank then like. And then, you know, we're like, oh, Haley Atwell got a new show. At least Agent Carter wasn't ca- canceled for nothing. And then it was the world's most generic fucking lawyer <laughs> yeah, story, was, and I was, wanted to kill myself. And it was canceled.
2: It was was canceled.
1: It. So it's not, I don't know, so much a reflection. In my opinion, it's not necessarily my feeling about the show. is not a reflection on the quality of it as much of its relative quality to other things that he's done. I just wish it was better. I think is my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Excuse me.
2: Absolutely. I and it it, and it, it might just get there because again I, you know, it is a pilot episode. I did it's...
1: get like hints of you know classic charming Nathan Fillion, especially in that first scene in the bank where he's you know talking to the robber and he's mm-hmm. basically has nothing to lose or feels like he doesn't have anything to lose. That was where I most liked the character. I think.
0: Well, and I feel like that's going to be a, a thing for him because it 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 didn't happen to the extent that it happened in the first time, but his communication skills, like that's his strength.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, when he was, you know, he connected with the weightlifter guy, and
0: <laughs> wow, that was that that was intense. I, I was man. an intense scene, and I'm sorry, I laughed when it when like the first when you first okay, so the first interaction is him, the big guy saying, "Well, she would know better." Then the next interaction is all you see is him, like with her, like a little spider monkey on his back, and I chuckled. And then I went, then "Oh, shit got real. oh no, I didn't see that happening! <laughs> Holy shit, it got dark fast." Kinda I appreciate like daylight the show. savings time. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, I enjoyed it, and it's it's another side. Like I, when it came to. The things I liked best about Castle, or right, the show, I loved when he got dramatic because it, it was out of like the 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 wheelhouse that I have Nathan Fillion in because I know he can do charming, I know he can do witty, and he's he's fucking good at it. When I see him do the dramatic scenes or the the the, the like. He, even, even in Firefly when he's like, by my pretty little bonnet, I will end you. Like, that is a dramatic line that is delivered with charm and wit. That's the shit I like, and I'm getting that in this show. For, at least I feel I am. So, I'm happy with it. I'm going to continue watching it. Well, if it.
1: you're happy with it, then that is what matters to... Me. <laughs> to you. Yeah, that no, is the I, most important thing.
2: I agree, and you're you're 100% right about... Um, uh Fillian's dramatic abilities, and I guess that's one of the things that made Firefly and him work so much is that.
1: Oh man, uh, he could just turn it on. That's exactly. the thing. Mm-hmm.
2: When he he he'll, he'll like just when be, shit got
1: real, he was like, "Nope, this is what we're doing now."
2: He just flicks the switch, and the the man can he can bring gravity to uh, <laughs> whatever part that he needs to, whenever he needs to, and that's the stuff that really works, and that's the stuff that was really. It was it was cool when he did it in Castle, but it was cooler when he did it as Mal, Mal Reynolds. Yeah, that absolutely. Just, yeah, and that was he, it more was serious did, character
0: in Castle. He didn't, he didn't do it f- as, as much for himself. It was always situational. Like people are dying, I have to get serious, kind of thing. And yeah,
2: I mean, at the end of the day, he wasn't a tough guy right. in that. Right. So
0: I. I'm
2: very much looking forward to, like
0: I actually had to stop myself from continuing watching
2: well i'm very much so. looking forward to hearing you tell me more about it um awesome. because i'm i'm interested in the show i it's just yeah you know there's so much else that Absolutely I need to get through understand uh, there's Indeed. no way i'll I'll be able to add this to the list, but fully get it. It'll and do. I feel
1: like I want to go watch more Castle.
2: <laughs> <coughs> we never did finish that show. No, we did not. I can't I can't remember if I did or not.
1: There was some amnesia and that's like where we where it lost us.
2: Yeah, that's where we we fell off was after a uh, was it Kate got shot? He told her that he loved her and uh no. then she woke up and said that uh said that she didn't remember him saying that, but she actually did. Oh, dun, that's
0: dun, dun. right. I remember that.
2: I uh, no idea where... And like he lost a bunch of time, right? That was it. He yeah. lost time as yeah, well. he was kidnapped and like lost a bunch of time, and and it was,
1: was like um, Manchurian uh, candidate or something.
2: Yeah, really? I don't remember that. Was very that, that was, was. I remember him trying weird. to hunt down his
0: time. Like he was going to places <laughs> him by himself, of course. Yeah, but mistakes. then it seemed like he had
1: done something wrong in that time when he was. Yeah. Didn't remember. They were they were
2: really playing up that angle. That was that was a that was a strange season. But it was a strange show. So. Oh.
0: All right, let's take a quick break. Um I I really kind of I was kind of hoping for a different re- result from this, but it is what I'm it sorry. is. Sorry. <sighs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk some
2: news. Stay tuned. Did you know there was an all-new episode of You Shall Not Pass Go? That's right. For the 33rd episode on our monthly gaming podcast here at KK.com, the gentlemen over at You Shall Not Pass Go talk the newest set of guilds of Ravnica, issue a challenge to their listeners, and struggle to keep up with Magic the Gathering Arena. In Dungeons & Dragons, Dave leads two groups in a heist. They both talk about their D&D beyond experience, and finally Dave realizes the book-turned-rarity In his collection Find out about all this stuff and a whole heck of a lot more In You Shall Not Pass Go Episode 33, Falling Back into the Groove. Kikade's 31 Days of Halloween may be over, but you can still go back and check out all the fun and spooky content we put up on our site all throughout the course of October by clicking on the handy-dandy Kikade 31 Days of Halloween button right on our front page. You can look back at the wonderful things that we did, like uh, the most recent episode of the Waveback Podcast, where we did our Halloween spooky special, uh, Volume 4. You can look back on a great episode, uh, not episode, a great article by Alex Azar or Dr. A. Are rising about uh, some of the creepiest, and I do mean creepiest Halloween costumes you have ever seen in your life. Uh, you can look back on a great, amazing article by Angie Fernot. Right? I said that right, Fernot? Yes. Yes, good boy. All right. Uh, she did a wonderful article about uh, crazy, spooky artists that do crazy, spooky art stuff. Uh, and you can catch all these wonderful articles and a ton more if you head over to Geekade.com and click on Geekade's 31 Days of Halloween. <coughs> After a brief hiatus, Janelle Hawks is back with Turn It Up our monthly music recap series telling you what great music there is out there in the world to buy every stinking month. Well, she's here for November 2017 and she has got some interesting stuff, including uh, a new album from Pistol Annie's a group I've never heard of before actual new music, well, not actual new music, but new recordings of old music by Hansen, including a piano rendition of Mbop that's quite rousing, and The Greatest Showman Reimagined, which is uh, exactly what it sounds like, and if you've never Never seen greatest showman you should go do so now head on over to geekade.com and click on turn it up new music releases for november 2017 right now because we said so you could catch all this
0: great stuff plus tons of other articles videos podcasts and more right now at geekade.com and we're back thank you so much for checking out our commercials it's time to talk some news uh first up from tvline.com uh Kate Blanchett is going to do some television. Uh she is named Miss America. Uh she's to she's slated to play anti-feminist Phyllis Shafley. Oh, Shafley in a FX limited series. So now I'm reading this article and she is like the character that she is playing is against like the the Equal Rights Amendment? Yes. So she it's wants It's not a
1: character, she's a real person.
0: Well, I mean, I I don't want to say Kate Blanchett. Like
1: No, but but the... Phyllis Schlafly was a real
0: person. So she was against the Equal Rights Amendment. Yes. So she wanted everything to stay the way it was. Unfair. Yes. That's weird.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> and 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 it's weird that Kate Blanchett want is, is choosing to play that.
1: I don't know. I uh I mean I see not exactly that she's necessarily a villain but I can see the appeal of wanting to play a villain.
0: <laughs> okay. Um it's it's an interesting article here that you know it's it's set in the 70s um when the the ERA was was happening and this person was one of the most vocal anti I mean like it just doesn't make sense like is this about so Miss America is about this woman Phyllis Hmm. okay so they're doing a limited series about this woman not about the, the movement or about the amendment it's about this person interesting it's, well, I don't understand why they would do this
1: well, I think it's not just about her. I think it's also about the feminist leaders of this of this era. Okay. <clears throat> but I think they just landed major casting for Okay. this one particular role, so this article fo- this article's okay. focusing on that.
0: Interesting. So how I, I like as the woman on our show, how do you feel about it?
1: Um, I think it's cool. I think it's interesting to uh, you know, to see where the, you know, where our feminism has come from. Okay. Um, I mean, I think the '70s is far enough back that a lot. I mean, certainly in our parents' generation, they will re- have remembered all this stuff happening. But right. people in our generation probably may not know mm. about this stuff. So it's. I think it's an interesting thing to put on TV. I all think right. it'll be cool. And here's the other thing: as I'm seeing in this, that um, Kate Blanchett's going to be an executive producer. Right. Um, and so to me, that is, uh, a thing that I think sometimes these famous actors do when they decide to, um, EP on a show, they won't take the leading role, but they'll gotcha. take an important role that is, you know, not the okay. primary focus.
0: Okay. So, so that makes there's, sense there's to there's me. There's more to it than what they're, okay. All right. <coughs> All right. We'll keep an eye out for that. Um. Is slated at any point in time? No, production no. is, to, to, is <coughs> slated to begin next year. So, once we get more info on that, we'll we'll let you know. Um, next up from Variety.com. <laughs> the okay, so um, they're going to be doing a Prince documentary. And whenever I hear anything about Prince, uh, my the story that plays in my head is the Kevin Fuck your Smith. Couch. <laughs> the Kevin Smith telling and the <laughs> the that what was that show called? Um, the Chappelle it? Show. The Chappelle Show. Shirts versus skins, basketball game. Like that's the stuff that plays in my mind. But this is uh Ava Duvernay. Okay. um Apparently, she's got some bona fides. Oh yeah, so. she's
1: an Academy Award winner, I think, or yeah. a nominee uh, at, at the nominee. very least.
0: Um, she's worked on uh, Selma, Queen Sugar, like this is this is the life. I mean, like, she's got a laundry list of of credentials.
1: Yes, they have gotten a a uh, legitimate person to tell this story, which, which is, is, I think, what, what Prince would have wanted.
0: Right, but it's also very surprising that they got the actual okay to do this from uh, his estate. (laughs) I'm pretty
1: sure they wouldn't have given it to anybody else, to be honest with you.
0: I'm shocked that they gave it to anyone. He was such a private person. Sure. um, That when I was actually kind of surprised to see that they're actually, first off, doing this, and that it is in cooperation with the estate. So I am interested to see this because, you know, he uh, musical history, like all throughout his career. So, and they're going to have uh, live recordings and behind the scenes stuff. So, it's going to be really interesting because he was an interesting dude, and there are stories out there. And I'm curious as to how this is going to going to play out. So, I'm going to check that out when it comes. Uh, la la la. Is it saying Uh, uh nope. It's uh yeah, it's just saying no. It's not even actually saying when it is. So they're just working on it now. So once we get more information, we will relay that. Um Have we spoken about this the the variety article, the have we spoken about the Game of Thrones prequel
2: at all? Um I feel like we have. I think Be- so. Because it's happening. It
0: is. Um Naomi Watts is in a lead role, and the, the, the exact—I like this—the exact details of Watts's character are being kept under wraps. But it is known she is playing a charismatic socialite hiding a dark secret.
1: So, Game of Thrones. So, Game of Thrones.
0: Yes, just set with dragons. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good poll. She's a good actress. I mean, HBO is not really taking much of a gamble on doing a prequel to Game of Thrones, are they? Nope. (laughs) So... uh, Yeah. So, uh, it makes sense, and it's probably going to be quite popular because people like the Game of Thrones. You think? (laughs) Um, Has George finished the other book yet? No. No?
1: Not, Uh, (laughs) to my knowledge. Son of a bitch, he's taking a sweet-ass time on
0: that one. Um Next up from TV by the Numbers, BoJack Horseman has been renewed for season six. Yay! Yay! I have yet to watch any more of BoJack Horseman than what we were asked to watch for this show. How are
2: you current? Uh Almost. I had to take a hiatus, a, a hiatus for Castlevania. Oh, okay. Um... But I'm, you know, now I've finished season two of Castlevania, which was exquisite. Exquisite. And, uh, I will be heading back to the Bojack train just as soon as I have, you know, time to watch television.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true.
2: Unfortunately, Ellie's old enough now where I can't watch it with her. Oh, no. Because, like, you know, yeah, no. they say all the awful things this the year. Yeah, yeah, they and do. She, she's kind of pick up on it. So we've been trying to watch She Duck definitely
1: House. said, uh,. She definitely said the F word a bunch of times when I was uh, changing her diaper the other day.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to laugh at that. But seeing kids curse makes me laugh. Oh, it's it's, it's It's,
1: hilarious. It's funny. I mean, we have trouble not laughing. But you can't laugh because then they do it more.
0: Yes. They want to make mommy and daddy laugh. And it's making you laugh for the wrong reasons. Um, But on that news of them being renewed for season six... The Hollywood Reporter, we're also getting information that Netflix and uh, CBS are in the works of opening up an animation studio here in the States so they don't have to, you know, ship it out, which is great. I mean, it makes sense.
1: They are doing a lot of animation these days. And it's way
0: cheaper to do animation than it is to do live action, apparently. More than. Jesus, 10 episodes. I think they said like you could do 10 animated episodes per one live action.
1: Crikey. That's funny
2: how that's how that paradigm has shifted. Animation used to be. I feel I I think animation used to be, you know, at least as expensive as live action and definitely more labor intensive. Mm -hmm. (coughs) But with the advent of computers, you know. Now you just Here it is. color things in that way. It's,
1: it's the future. You can do five
2: yes. animated shows for the price of one live action drama.
0: Like, that's a five to one ratio. So all they really like, ah, and the hope is one of those animated shows pops and becomes a big success with not only viewers, but with merchandising. And that's you the key. You don't have
2: to worry about actors aging so much. Nope. It's, uh, I love animation, so yes. I'm, I'm sold. We are aware. But hey, <laughs> speaking of animation and Castlevania. Is that the? Is that the, okay? Is that? Well, oh, you said you were going to hit that one first, and you just skipped right. Past oh, it. I there, I. Oh, okay. I apologize. You can do it later. I no, no, no. That. You are right.
0: I said I would. Um. So we will. We're going back in time. This is an article that we posted when uh, in our our off week, uh, from the dot com. Uh, apparently someone said, "Hey, Chris, we're going to make a cartoon. Which one do you want us to make?" And he said they listened, Legend of Zelda. Um, I don't know who this person is.
2: Uh, uh, this is... Uh, the- Sh-
0: Shakar? Shankar?
2: I believe that is a person uh, involved in the excellent Castlevania okay. uh, adaptation that's happening right now. And this is just a rumor. It's not you know, officially confirmed or anything like that. But if uh, this is something that is happening and they are getting... The creative team, if they approach a Zelda anime the way that they've approached this Castlevania anime, I will be beyond thrilled. But what uh, if they do it like the Philips CDI version? Oh, there already was a cartoon like that.
1: <laughs> we have it on DVD. We sure do. Oh my god!
2: <coughs> Actually, it wasn't quite that. B- <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, but, uh, this is this is how you do video game um, adaptations. It just is. This Castlevania is. It's it's an interesting show, and it is paying all the right homages to like a lot of times when somebody's going to adapt a video game property, they take huge licenses with it. Like we've got to change all these things to for some reason, and a lot of the times you don't you don't actually have to like just no. just adapt what the game is doing, and um, uh, that's what they're doing with Castlevania. I mean, obviously they're 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 doing their own spin on it, and it's cool, but they're paying. All the right level of homage to what the games are, and you know characters from the games being in their bosses from the games and the the way the the action works and the the characters interact with one another and I would love to see that kind of take on Zelda because I think that's how you how to do it so the way we were given this information is
0: uh via a I don't know a, a tweet or I don't know I guess no nope, mm-hmm. it's an Instagram post um. Bootleg Universe, which I'm assuming is Adi. I can confirm that I am working with an iconic Japanese gaming company to adapt one of their iconic video game series into a series. On November <laughs> 16th at 1 p.m., I'm going to announce what it is. Love you all. Thank you for your for following me on this journey. Entertaining you guys continues to be a privilege. so
2: what's that that's 11 days from recording so mm-hmm. I'm sh- i mean this it could be anything it really. could be i mean a prominent japanese game developer boy that really narrows it down it, does. it could be final fantasy it could be resident evil i mean it, it but it, and what only- is
0: the why why does it why do you think they are are focusing in on zelda
2: i feel like there's been a lot of rumors about netflix and zelda for a while now um and I think I didn't actually read the article. I just kind of stopped and said, I'm not going to get any hopes up and just leave this be until the actual news happens. But I, I think there's been just rumors about that being a thing for a little while now. And also Nintendo has shown a lot of interest in getting their works adapted mm-hmm. uh, for new, new revenue streams. So this would... Be, it's one of those things that would make a ton of sense.
0: Gotcha. Because it, it's, it's, it's weird <coughs> because he doesn't say or doesn't even... <coughs> Hint that it is Zelda. Nope. Um, and then this article just says, yeah. The, 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 and then it just starts explaining the, the the history of Zelda. And when they reached out to Nintendo spokesperson
2: for a comment, well,
0: we have nothing announced. <laughs> We're good. Yeah, we don't Thank comment you. on rumors. No comment. But here's hoping, because
2: I know you would be happy. I would be happy, but I'm also like half hoping it's something so completely off the wall, like just. <laughs> something completely different that nobody's expecting. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't know if Data East is a Japanese developer. I don't know. It was just a random pull. I hope it's like a new Kirby that's just as violent as Castlevania. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, Karen. Yes.
0: uh, We're getting this next one from (coughs) Narativia.com.
1: Yes, I sometimes come across things on random blogs. <laughs>
0: okay, which is fine. Um I was curious how you feel about this. BBC America greenlights original scripted series The Watch. Uh The Watch is by Terry Pratchett? Uh or it's from the the Discworld novels? Yes. So Okay, BBC is doing well as of right now. You know, you got, got a, a new doctor, they got a couple of good series out there. Um Discworld is like crazy popular. Yes. I don't I'm not familiar with it. I'm not I, I oddly, in in my like the shit that's been going on with me the past week or so, I've come across a number of Terry Pratchett novel uh, books so that I'm going to start going through those to see what I have read and haven't. Um what, what should I be expecting? Do we know?
1: Um, I'm not super familiar with it. I, I have enough familiarity with tra- Terry Pratchett to just be like, "Oh, okay, I know what this is." Not necessarily my bag, but cool. Okay, good
0: because um, I'm of the same mindset. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, like
1: uh, it's, <laughs> it's just not something I've ever spent a ton of time with. I've I've read a few of them. I just never be- became a fanatic the way many people did with uh, with Terry's work. Um, but I think this is great. Uh, you know more Terry Pratchett on TV. He certainly was a great writer. Yes. Um, yeah. Excellent sense of humor um, and an excellent uh, world builder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, to have created all this Discworld stuff. Um, so I think this is great that it's come and BBC America is a great place for it. Um, and I feel like what I got out of this article is that the the watch is. Uh, sort of a subset. Yeah, it's a subset of the Discworld novels. Mm-hmm. So I mean trying to do all of Discworld in one show is never gonna happen. No. So it's good for them to just pick one thing and focus on it. And uh I think uh And it, could it be seems good.
0: like they're 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 you know giving it the proper reverence that it should because mm-hmm. they know that this is crazy popular and we oh don't yeah run. you
1: can't if you f up terry pratchett's work you will have a lot of people mad at you
0: exactly so um, that's really cool um i'm gonna keep an eye on that and you know because there's a lot of information here and then there's editors notes and whatnot but uh the theory is the like it's <sighs> the watch is a punk rock thriller inspired by the legendary city watch subset of Discworld novels there
1: you go yeah, and uh, I feel like uh, there must have been something in BBC America's pitch that um, made his estate want to approve this project because <laughs> that's his, his estate really guards mm-hmm. his work Very much quite so. closely. So <laughs> for them to approve something, it, it has a good chance of being good.
0: Fantastic. All right, moving on. Uh, Variety.com brings us uh, some Marvel news. Uh, <coughs> Falcon Winter Soldier limited series of the works with Empire Rider. Uh, <laughs> so okay. I don't I, we last time we discussed this you know Disney streaming stuff it was uh Loki and Scarlet Witch, right? Yes. Uh so okay. Um... I'm trying to. Th- I can't remember, uh, you know, comic book wise, of a story with, featuring these two guys together. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm sure they'll figure something out, because, I mean, it's the Falcon and it's Winter Soldier. Like they were two very popular characters in in the MCU, and they did. They never got their own, sh- you know, their own movie. So that was what you know. They said, hey, you know those those secondary characters that you like, we're going to give them a spotlight. So yep there you
1: go and i mean people love and it's the original actors right that's what i read it that seems correctly like. um so that's pretty awesome
0: I, I, yeah <laughs> I, it's
1: people love sebastian stan it has never been my bag but i love sam wilson <laughs> i like Sam and, Wilson. Uh, I and li- i like the character i like winter soldier i like bucky <laughs> i just uh
0: it just makes a lot of sense um yeah with with everything that's happening over at, at Netflix with their Marvel universe stuff like it's it's right for like people will be craving more Marvel stuff because the movies only coming out o- the movies only come out so often right and now Netflix as of right now is just limiting their field cuz they've canceled a couple of things but ha- have not said anything about whether there's going to be replacements whether they're going to you know shuffle characters around and create something else. Like, it's just, nope, they're gone. So it's, like, the perfect timing for Disney to go, hey, guess what? We're doing this over
1: here. We're going to start um, a streaming service. Pay us. I mean, it doesn't doesn't say anything about the timeline relative to the uh, MCU canon, does it? Like, it doesn't say prequel or anything? No, it didn't say
0: anything that I saw.
1: But it could, you know... Not that we don't all know what's gonna happen with Infinity War two or Revengers Four, whatever the hell it's called.
0: Someone um, else is gonna snap their fingers and it'll be fine.
1: But they can't you know, they can't have a a Bucky and Falcon show unless Bucky and Falcon lived through Infinity Wars, so clearly they did.
0: Did you guys see I I this is gonna be a movie question. Did you guys see Ant Man and Wasp?
1: We did finally, we did. yes.
0: Did you see the the, the after credit scene? Yes, one of the best after-credit scenes I have seen in all of the Marvel movies. Very simple, very direct, and a oh my god <gasps> moment. Hmm. Like, good job, Marvel. Keep me guessing.
1: There is um somewhere on the internet. There is a cut of that um Rick. timed out with the end of Avengers.
0: Yeah, they they uh someone I don't know where I read it, but they were like yeah, we had no idea what was going on, and we did it really weird. Like, it wasn't what it was supposed to be, so that's, like, it's better that they showed it the way they showed it. hmm So, still, I was stunned. Um, all right, moving on. Another one from Variety. Um, okay, so this... Hannah... Simone. Simone? Okay. Hannah Mm -hmm. Simone to write and and star in ABC comedy put. ABC comedy put pilot? I don't know what that is. What's a put pilot? I don't know. They kept kept using that phrase. Uh, Inspired by her family. Um, Hannah is the girl from. She's like the best friend from the New Girl. From New
1: Girl. I can't remember her character's name. Cece.
0: Cece. Yeah, she's the model who marries. Schmidt. Schmidt. Spoilers. Um, I like her. I like her. Char- I like. Her, but I like her character on New Girl. I mm-hmm. don't know if that's... I like. I haven't seen her in anything else, so I don't know if that's like a, a common thing for her. Um, but she's writing and producing this thing. So, and it's about her family, or based on her family. So.
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, I don't know much about it either. I can say that I'm always in favor of more women getting to tell stories, and uh, she is, um, if I'm not mistaken, an immigrant, so that's another perspective mm. Yes. <clears throat> that we will get to see. A problem occurred with this webpage. Go get bent. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, it's about uh, the relationship between her and her father. Once her father, uh, you know, her parents explain to her that they're getting a separation, so it's... It, it, it's... <sighs> She's nearly thirty something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like that phrasing. It's either thirty something or nearly thirty, one or the other. Um, so it's about her. So mm-hmm. that's cool. That's that's. It's going to be an interesting, you know, concept. So yeah. Good. F- good for her. Um, All right. So Chris, yeah, I'm going to give you your 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 moment to shine. Uh, Netflix renews Castlevania for season three. Go.
2: Hooray! I'm very happy about this fact because um, they did a great job with this season. This uh, so the first season was what four episodes? And it, was, this that, one it was three was, or four. It was real it was short. Four episodes. This one's eight. Um, the and new they, one is eight. Yeah, the new yeah the current season was eight, and uh, they really didn't you know mess around much. They they got right to the point. Um, they left a handful of things open for a new season, but also could have. Uh, could have ended right where it was. I was, I can't, I can't believe how happy I was with the show. Uh, it was extraordinarily cool, and I'm so glad there's going to be more. And I really want them to just keep, keep adapting games this way. Just so to keep, keep doing it this way. It is still the same
0: story because like, the the Belmont storyline in the games covers a number of generations and a number of
2: iterations.
0: It, this yes, is still um, the same set, character set from the first series, right?
2: Yeah, okay. the first, it seems to be following more or less the um, uh, Curse of Darkness for PlayStation 2 and Xbox slash Castlevania Three Dracula's Curse for NES. So we're talking about um, uh, Trevor Belmont, uh, Sypha, Sypha Belnades, Belnades, or however the hell you say your last okay. name, uh, and Alucard. And uh, it's the three of them. uh, They did not incorporate Grant, who was the other playable character in this mess that uh, just hasn't been mentioned in the show yet. But where they're going uh, in the next season very well could incorporate him, uh, which I just want just because his last name is Dynasty. So, (laughs) yay. Uh, But, yeah, they could also just do a time jump, uh, which would be fine because that's just the, the, the way castle uh, Yeah, works. I, I was curious if they had
0: done a time jump from season one to season two because it was a very oh, no. short season.
2: Yeah, season one was basically just the beginning of season two. It was, okay. it was just the characters meeting each other, and then in season two they took down Dracula, and <clears throat> that was that, but that's the great thing. Somebody's always around to resurrect Dracula. <laughs> of oh of them,
0: bitch. Alright, and that's coming from a, a video game guy. Um... IGN has stated, uh, read our season two review of Castlevania, which we call one of the best video game adaptations of all time. They, they are shit, not wrong. Look at that. And Netflix has given us another season. Good.
1: Thanks, Netflix.
2: Thanks. Thanks, Netflix.
0: All right. Next up from EW.com. <laughs> I, all right. So I have the Kevin, I have, Either of you seen that Kevin James show? No. Okay.
1: Excuse me, but way, way no. Like, the fact that you had to ask that question. I
0: I didn't (laughs) expect a yes at all. Or even a I've seen an episode or two. From what I recall, Kevin James show had a wife. They killed her off to bring on his wife from his previous sitcom. That is not his wife in this current sitcom. And then it got canceled. I don't know what this woman has anything to do with that show. Was I don't she think anything. Ever... Okay. Because I feel like, why would they title
2: it Kevin Can F Himself? Because uh, the last show was called Kevin Can Wait. Right.
1: I don't think it's particularly a comment on the show specifically uh, as much as it's a clever play on right. the name of that show as it represents that type of show of, you know, guy. schlubby guys <laughs> married to hot women who are mistreated.
0: Okay. So, this I like this woman. Um,
1: <clears throat> who doesn't love Rashida Jones?
0: She, she, she's very, very entertaining. I'm curious to see what they, what they do with this. Because it is, it's a behind-the-scenes about that archetype. Or that, 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 that <clears throat> sitcom trope that we see also oh, very often husky guy, good-looking woman, bad re- bad uncomfortable relationships. So
1: there have been recently some um sitcoms that have kind of tried to present a more I guess realistic picture of the American housewife mm-hmm. in a sitcom. Um, one of which was actually, I think, called American Housewife and is still on. And yep. I've seen it. And it's not a bad show. It's it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. There was another one that just started this season, which like completely slipped under my radar. It was called I'm Mad or okay. something like that. Um, and it was from Amy Poehler. I got really excited at first. I was like, oh, my God, Amy Poehler has a show. She's a producer. She's not on it. Oh, okay. um, and that one was kind of disappointingly generic i had just watched the first one but uh it does seem to be like a trend pushing towards rep- representing sitcom women in a more uh, realistic and uh likable fashion and uh i like that so maybe yeah. this will be the one that really hits
2: unless of course it's on cbs <laughs> oh. uh i think it's from amc
0: so
1: yeah, we're okay
0: um okay, speaking of american housewife i've seen i I think it's a total of six minutes of that show because Nathan Mm -hmm. Fillion made a a guest appearance on it. He did. Yes. And I watched that and Nathan Fillion was playing Nathan Fillion. (laughs) (laughs) It was awesome. If you haven't seen that YouTube, that shit, it was hysterical. Um, okay. Oh, look at this. Karen, you posted a doctor who article.
1: (laughs) You guys, um, I am who I am.
0: (laughs) And I have no gripes with that. Uh, Doctor Who Christmas special has been scrapped this year? Yeah. What do you What?
1: I know, right? Um, Our son has taken to saying what, like, like what? But he doesn't say it like that. He just says it regular. What? And then when he says what, it's like, you know, he didn't hear you or something. And, and we're like, what do you mean what? And he's like, no, I'm saying what for a crazy thing. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, you got to work on your inflection.
0: <laughs> got to put the emphasis. Um, all right, so, but here's the thing. They say they're sh- scrapping the Christmas special, and uh, their their reasoning is because I, we don't have any more Christmas stories to tell. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. Um, but they're saying there'll probably be a special. We'll call it the New Year's special. Mm-hmm. So we're getting our holiday special.
1: Yeah, there's definitely going to be post-season content. Um I can't I can't be mad about this, uh, because some of the more recent Doctor Who Christmas specials either weren't that good or weren't that Christmassy.
0: Has um, Doctor Who ever actually played Santa Claus? Like has no, that story? But Santa. Happened?
1: No, but Santa has been on this Christmas specials. And they played have by. made played by Nick Frost. And they Oh my have, god, wait
0: a second. Don't pass that. That's fantastic. <laughs>
1: Okay, <laughs>
2: it, it was that, he was great.
1: It was great when he was Santa. However, that special reeked.
2: Yeah, that that it kind of kind of blew. But he was great.
1: <laughs> he was great as Santa. And um, there have also been jokes about the Doctor being Santa because uh, there was there was something at one point where he he named what Santa brought his companion for her like there when she, when she was nine. Right. And he was like. See, I'm just like Santa cuz I already knew that, but whatever. He's
0: was also cute. a time traveler. So Exactly. <laughs> There's a way around that. But I mean, <laughs> like they are they have changed yeah. a lot of the norms. But we're still still getting good Doctor Who. So I would We're panic getting very much. good Doctor Who. Everything is going to be
1: okay. Have you seen any of the new season?
0: I've seen two of them. Okay. So which is man. which is actually impressive because I have very minimal TV watching time as of late. So,
1: this is a common theme on our podcast, which is a, which is a shame. It's not this a, not is, a great thing because this, this is, is a TV, TV podcast and none of us have time to watch TV.
0: Yeah, it's, that's been a little crazy. But we late, do it so. for
1: you, folks, because we love you.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, all right, from, from CNN.com. The Walking Dead universe to expand with Rick Grimes films.
1: Yo, what the heck is this, man? What? What? What?
0: So, he's <laughs> off the show. He was helicoptered away. He They maybe thought he was dead, but he's not dead. And now they're giving him a movie. <coughs> yup. Boo. 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 Let him Can,
1: go. like, for a show about, uh, you know, people who are dead. Mm-hmm. They sure can, like, not kill this guy off.
2: Yeah. And, like, he wasn't... <coughs> Somebody's got a functioning helicopter. That's... <laughs> that's good news. Neat. <laughs> that's good news.
0: So. Oh, God. Help me. Oh, I, it, it, uh, yeah, yes, if you're so, still watching hey,
1: Walking good Dead, you. good for you.
0: There you go. I hope you enjoy. Um, This one, this next one from The Hollywood Reporter. I am excited about it. You guys will... We'll, you can, you'll, you'll I'll get you on board. Uh, the Rookies getting a full season. Um, it was a short season. It was only slated for 13 episodes. Now they're getting a full 20. So there you go. They're getting a full season. So clearly
1: Chris and I are in the minority.
0: It seems to be doing very well in the ratings. Um, ABC's I,
1: I did not appreciate their cleverness of their pun in the headline here, Hollywood Reporter, that this show cops a full season order.
0: I I I thought Chris would approve of that though. I did approve of that. Okay. <laughs> I saw the pun and I'm like, "Who posted this?" Oh, Karen posted this. Okay,
1: all right. I don't control what they write, unfortunately. Um, if I no, was the I of this, thought, I'd be like, "No." Come I
0: immediately back. thought Chris posted it because of the pun. <laughs> Straight
1: up. Did,
2: did you guys see the 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 terrible pun that Pringles missed out on?
1: Yes, I've seen that meme before.
2: Ugh. I'm disgusted. I, I I don't understand what you speak of. What is that, Chris? Uh, somebody, uh, uh, Patty, actually, from the uh, Mutant Musings podcast, posted on my Facebook wall earlier that there's a Pringles, like, <coughs> three-pack for, uh, like, Christmas. hmm And uh, they call it Merry Pringles and not, like... Not Chris Pringles? Pff, Chris Pringles, Pringles all the way, Pringle Bells, like... <laughs> It freaking writes itself <laughs> and they're like nah screw it Mary pringles boo yeah try a little thumbs harder people down
0: <laughs> how, how very very so down. uh i'm at least getting a full season um it seems to be doing quite well um abc's had some some issues in its 10 p.m slot so it's it's doing it's it's picking up
1: this doesn't surprise me either because you know it's it's Nathan Fillion. It's mm-hmm. he's a he's a hit maker, and uh, it's a cop show on a on a network like that was never gonna fail.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I agree. Um, is this the same? Oh no, ha! Huh. Oddly, as I scroll down from this article, the next article in on the Hollywood Reporter is about the next article we're talking about. Uh, we're getting a Deadwood movie, finally. Um. I don't know. Like 900 years ago, when Deadwood got canceled, they said, "Hey, we're gonna do a movie." Now HBO's gonna, they're starting production.
1: Yay! Yeah. And there's a whole list of people in that article of uh, and, and people all, who were on the show that all, are gonna be in it.
0: All that matters is Timothy Olyphant and you Ian McShane. It. That's all I cared about. As That's long all as those anybody two cares are, about. We're good. They could they could recast the, the rest of the show for I here, like but those two are back, and I mean they just got to dye Ian McShane's hair, and he hasn't changed not a stitch.
1: Man, I am working so hard on um, American Gods, and I'm just not finishing it because <laughs> um, you know as aforementioned we don't have time. Yeah. But like I really love him on that show. I just I just can't
0: <laughs> I just it?
1: can't get through it. <laughs>
0: Is it is it difficult to get through or is it
1: it's so um like obtuse you really have to pay attention to yeah. it. There's a lot of parts that there's no dialogue and you just have to watch, watch and there's it. all this weird imagery and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I like it. I really do like it. But like, I, I, I just it. have such a hard time getting through it and I really am trying to get through it before the next season starts. But that has nothing to do with Deadwood other than Ian McShane, isn't it? Too? Ian
0: McShane, that's a good enough tie Um I really enjoyed <laughs> Deadwood when when I first watched it. I'm actually contemplating a rewatch <coughs> of it because that is something that I could put on and just, I will remember it as it's playing kind of thing because it was a really well done show. <coughs> I'm not hugely into Westerns, but this is a a stylized Western. So mm-hmm. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it immensely when it was on.
1: I, I hear great things about this. I've always been interested in it. I've not, you know, ever had the opportunity.
0: Uh, that's a salty language.
1: <laughs> oh sure, yeah. That's what's one of the uh you know high, the highest things to recommend it to me.
0: <laughs> so there you go. That's it. Um we're gonna we're, we're, wow this is a quick one. I feel like we're 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 ending quickly, but it's been an hour and fifteen, so we're we're alright. We're good. Um Chris?
2: Yeah you got a spiel for me? I do Goes a little something like this. You can get in touch with us at mailgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook, with both the Geekade page and the this week's episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content. And follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at TWEPCAST. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade, K-R-I-S. Karen, where can people find you? Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan, where can people find you?
0: Geekade underscore Evan.
2: If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback... Is welcome and appreciated. You can always keep, remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan.
0: Thank you, sir. Whose turn is it? Karen, C'est right? Samoa. Karen, yes. what do we got? What's our homework?
1: I, I'm going to surprise you because I bet Doctor you all Who. thought I was going to pick Doctor Who. No. Um, I, well, I do want to talk about Doctor Who, but I'm um, right in the middle of reviewing the season. And uh, I, I talk about it and think about it a lot. Okay. So I want to give it a little rest and okay. also see a few more so I can really pick what I think is the best one. Okay. Um, so we're going to go to the other thing that's been occupying a lot of my time, which is Archer.
0: Hey,
1: yay! Um, I'm going to go with a late season. Uh, I'm going to go with season seven, episodes five and six, uh, which is a two-parter titled Bell Panto. Bell? B-E-L. Panto, P-A-N-T-O.
0: Okay. Archer, season seven, episodes five and six. Bell Panto. Oh, I love Archer. Oh, such a, I was actually just, I was, I, I had stopped by my old office and I was chatting with a friend and an old coworker. And he's like, well, what shows should I watch? And Archer fell in that list. It's like, if you haven't watched Archer, you need to watch Archer, because Archer is and amazing.
1: I, and if if you have the capacity to binge Archer, oh. it makes it so much better. <laughs> you don't realize how much connective tissue there is in that show until you start really watching a bunch in a row. Fantastic.
0: Very good, Karen. Thank you so much. Once again, your homework is Archer Season 7, Episodes 5 and 6, Bell Panto. That's all we got for you people. Thank you so much for joining us this week. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Cop Show. (laughs) Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.